There is no nobility in poverty. I have been a rich man and I have been a poor man and I choose rich every fucking time. Welcome everybody to the Money Time Podcast. I'm your host, Adrian Hernandez. And with me today, guys, this is a very special guest. Uh, and I'll tell you why. Uh, every now and then we have somebody that believes in us, that believes in you, that that literally changes your entire life. You have somebody that says something to you and it registers differently and your entire life is changed after that. And this gentleman was that person for me. I had somebody walk up and say, I'll bet a million dollars that you will be a millionaire in the future. And we're gonna talk about that today. We're gonna talk about how that happened. But you guys, with me today in the Money Time Podcast Studio is the one, the only, the, which I like to believe, you can say what you want, but I believe he is one of the top real estate coaches in the world. I believe that when it comes to language patterns, when it comes to learning how to sell, there is no one better than the one and only guys. Let's give it up for the man, the myth, Mr. Shaddy Bazzi. Adrian, I am so honored to be here for multiple reasons. Reason number one is that I'm very proud of who you have become. And through the years, I had no doubt that you would be here. And I still see a whole nother level for you. Let's go. Let's go. I love it. Yeah. You guys, I'm pumped up about today's show. For those of you that know Shaddy Bazzi, you know he's an absolute legend in the real estate industry. Shaddy, you've been in the game, what, 25 years? About 25 years now, directly and indirectly in real estate. In real estate. Yeah. He has coached the top 1% real estate agents in the world. And you guys, what's cool about Shaddy is Shaddy's a different type of sales coach, right? You like, you have your mindset coaches, you have your, you know, your buyers coaches, like Shaddy just takes coaching to another level. And we're going to talk about that. But before we get into that, what I want to know is like, Shaddy, who are you? Right. And it is going to be a loaded question. So yeah. bear with me, right? <laughs> who are you? What have you done in the industry? And how do people know Shaddy today? Yeah. So this is going to be a very interesting resume. You know, obviously, many, 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 not too long ago years, I was born in Beirut, Lebanon. Wow. We came to this country at the age of two years old, lived here for about three years. And then at the age of five, went back to Lebanon and lived there for four years. And that was like during the bombings and all that crazy stuff. So that just took me back right now to very horrific times. And my parents did whatever it takes to bring us back to this state because, you know, the United States, because this is the land of opportunities. And this is the place that people fight, you know, tooth and nail to come to. And my parents really wanted me to become like a pharmacist or a teacher and get an education and all that good stuff. Where we grew up was in Dearborn, Michigan, which is a suburb of Detroit. And no right, no wrong, no order of importance, just real, raw, relevant the way that I was raised, I wasn't raised with, you know, financial abundance, hmm. not even, you know, abundant thinking or anything like that. Where I grew up, it was all about like, you know, like you're either going to take advantage of someone or someone's going to take advantage of you. So oh, wow. I was like trained from an early age to be like very cautious. Oh, wow. And that's probably like one of the worst trainings I've ever received because what it did for me in the process is it created a lot of fear. It created a lot of uncertainty. Hmm. It created a very low self-esteem wow. and absolutely no belief in oneself. And that's why I've been on the search for that belief my whole entire life. And through the process of growing up there, I think one of the great things that my, my parents gave to me is that, you know, work ethic. Hmm. work ethic right like i'd want me i remember when the jordans came out like who didn't want a pair of air jordans way back then now you can backdate my age and all that good stuff right and well my, they're back the jordans are back oh yeah I yeah know. <laughs> you know, like the original yeah. the first jordans yeah. and, and mom was like all right how much is it and i was like i don't know what it was back then she's like good you come up with half and i'll give you the other half oh, so what cool. did that do it put me to work all right let me get creative what can i do i can rake leaves i can shovel snows i can cut you know cut uh yeah, shovel snow, cut grass, and do, you know, all deliver newspapers and all that good stuff. Right. But during that growing up process, I, I always had a knowing inside of me that who I am is someone that's destined for greatness. Mm. Okay. And 
I struggled with that. Even though I knew it, I struggled to get there. And it took a while to get there. And a lot of odd jobs. You know, we're talking about, you know, working the night shift at a gas station. Uh, watch this, everybody. You're really going to love this. Here's this guy sitting on a podcast right now. And not too many years ago, he was driving the ice cream truck and wow. delivering the pizza to your door. Now, <laughs> I say that, you know, I'm nothing to be ashamed of. You got to do what you got to do. Okay. That was part of my journey. And I say that to you because there's a journey that you got to go through and you can't be ashamed of it because that's God's way of forming you to be ready for that gift of abundance, that door of abundance that he is one day going to open up for you. And if I can do it, anyone can do it. So good. So became a father at a very early age, very early age, like, you know, 23 years old. I became a father and I was like, that was like the wake up moment. All right, Shady, you got to get it together. Why did I want to get it together, though? Right. Because growing up, the only thing I ever craved was time with my dad, time with, with, with daddy. Wow. And daddy would wake up every single morning and go to work before we went to school. We were still sleeping. Right. And daddy would come home when we were already in bed. And then when Sunday came around for us to spend time with daddy, daddy would have to go work overtime so he can make a little bit more money so he can take care of the family. Oh, shit. And all of a sudden, I'm 23 years old and I'm waking up very early and I'm going to work at 11 a.m. and coming home at 2 a.m. And I was like, do you see the pattern yeah. is repeating? Right. And I was like, enough is enough. If, if it is to be, whatever it is that I want it to be, if it is to be, it is up to me so good and i was like things just ain't happening here so because because right. i got my real estate license and did pretty good pretty quickly right. in, in the marketplace and the biggest challenge was my average commission check was like 700 dollars. right and i was like yeah. what am i gonna do because you're that? selling in detroit at the I time i was selling in, 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 right. in detroit and i was like you know at that time i was exposed to mike ferry right and i was like i'm going to california i'm going to california i want to give my son a better life and everyone's like you're gonna go to california I've Crazy. never been past Ohio, which is like a 45-minute drive, right. let alone California. So I called up the Mike Ferry organization, and I said, I want to come work for you guys. And pretty much they said, we can't guarantee anything. So made the drive, I don't know, like 2,500, 3,000 miles, made the drive all the way to California. I've never been to California. Went straight to Newport Beach, started to work with Mike, and... That was like the defining moment, wow. the defining moment for me to learn everything that I needed to learn to get to where I got to. You and the family drove or you drove by yourself? Uh, I, I drove with the mother of my child. Okay. Okay. And here's the thing. Talking about doing whatever it takes. Talking about sacrifice for those of you guys out there that are not willing to sacrifice. I made the biggest sacrifice of my life, and that sacrifice was leaving my two-year-old son with his grandparents for two months for me to come here wow. and learn what I needed to learn and do what I needed to do in order for me to give him a better life. Wow. That is awesome. Does he know that? He knows that. That's cool. Yeah. That is so cool. Yeah. There's a lot that you said there. You, you said something that's important because I, I believe I had the same feeling too, but I'm curious to know when, when did you notice it? You said that you, you had something in you that you always knew was there, that you were, you were destined for more, yeah. right? You weren't mm -hmm. destined for this life that you saw. You weren't destined for what you saw. But of course, because of environment, you're in it, right? But you right. had that feeling. When did that feeling become, when were you aware of that feeling? I think the first time that I was aware of that feeling, I was 13 years old and I was sitting and I still remember right now, like it was yesterday, I was about 13 years old and I was sitting like inside of a liquor store because I was the guy that would take out the trash and, you know, fill up the coolers and doing all that stuff. Right. And I had that feeling like you don't belong right here behind this counter doing these things. And you need to get out of here and you need to learn. And obviously it didn't happen right away, but right. that's like the first time like I really felt it on an internal deep level. It was so good. Yeah, I, yeah, I, was, I remember being a kid and then it, it would always come up. Like when I was doing things that I shouldn't be doing, I remember being in a garage, my cousin and all them, they used to play, you know, they have a little band that play the drums. They're all smoking weed. Uh, and, I, and I remember sitting there, I had a suit on, I was prospecting. I was just getting into the real estate at the time. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, this isn't it. This is not. Why am I here? Like, why? What am I doing here? Right. And and for all of you, right. If you see yourself in an area where, where you're 
you're talking to yourself and you're like, I shouldn't be here. This is not the position I should be. This is not where life should be at this present moment. That's a wake up call. That's a sign. Yeah. Right. Because for me, that was that inner voice saying your bet for more. You can do better. It's that voice talking to me saying, get out of here. Yeah. Go back to work. Go pick up the phone. Yep. Right. And so many of us quiet out that voice. Yep. Right. And I believe like that's that that's that intuition that makes you who you are. Yeah. Well, we're yeah. definitely going to talk about intuition today. Yeah. So good. I can't yeah. wait. Exactly. So you, you get you get in the car, you drive all the way to Mike Ferry. For those of you guys who don't know who Mike Ferry is, right? Mike Ferry was it like is, the creator of all real estate coaches, right? Like shout out to Mike Ferry, yeah. right? Huge Love shout Mike. out. Love Mike. Mike is the godfather of the industry. He'll always be the godfather of the industry. Most definitely. And and it's it's interesting because you come from Detroit, Michigan. You get in your car. You make this massive sacrifice to leave Jamal with his grandparents for two months for you to come. And what were you doing? Catch this, guys. What were you doing at Mike Ferry? I was selling cassette tapes for $97. <laughs> you were cold calling. I was cold calling. Selling cassette exactly. tapes. Exactly. For how much? For $97. And I make a $20 commission on that. And I had a goal to make $100,000 in, in my first year. But here's the thing. Yes. Here, here's the thing. Okay. I really want to talk about this. And I had this conversation with my coaching clients. I think it was either today or yesterday. I remember walking into that reception area at the Mike Fair organization. And through the reception area, there's the door and you see, you know, the, the, the boiler room. And it was a bunch of guys in there and they're all on the phones and they all looked good and they all looked so confident. And in that moment, I was crippled with fear. I was like, I'm going to do this. Right. There's no way on earth I can do this. And in that moment, I heard another voice that says, yes, you can. So good. And I listened to that voice. I went in for the interview and I aced the interview and I got the job and I said, I'm going to climb to the top. And within one year, I was one of their top sales representatives. Let's go. And you're calling real estate agents. I'm calling real estate agents. And those are the people that no. call people and they complain about people hanging up on right. them. And they're the ones that hang up on everybody. Right. They're the worst <laughs> to, to cold call. That is, that is, so how much did you end up making that first year? About, I did six figures. You, you hit your hundred grand. I hit my hundred Let's go. Yes. Let's go. So, so let's talk about that story. So obviously you guys don't have a house here. You move here, right? You brought finally two months in, you bring Jamal. Yep. How did your whole life evolve and then fold out from there? That first year of being here, even though we had a good earning year, it was a learning year. Hmm. It was a learning year. And during that time, one of the things that I've started to do that I've never really done before is I started to self-educate myself. And I was burning like literally through one or two books every single week. Wow. So one of the things that I'm, I'm grateful for that Tom Ferry gifted us is, uh, and I want every single person who's a reader to do this. I want you to get a book called the seven day speed learning and speed reading and learning program. So I went through that training with Evelyn Woods and I was like, I'd go inside a Borders bookstore and 45 minutes later, I'm not buying the book that I wanted to buy because I read the whole entire really book it. and I remember the whole entire thing. So I started, as I started to read all these things, it was doing two things for me. Number one, it was interrupting the old patterns that lived inside my mind about negative thinking. Mm. And all of a sudden I, I start catching myself thinking like, positive, crazy, unbelievable thoughts. And it gave me an emotion of like, yes, I am Superman. I so am the good. guy that can make any, anything happen. And it gave me confidence and it gave me belief. So if you ask me how I got it, part of the process, the beginning of the process was through that self-education. Yeah. Now I remember the first thing Shaddy took me through was reading the book, The Magic of Believing. Yep. The magic of believing. It was, a, and and I, and I I read it quite often. Yep. Right? Do I have it here? No, I don't have it here. Oh, I found a book, and we're gonna talk about it when we get to NLP. That you're gonna freaking. I got to show you. I can't believe I forgot <laughs> it. I can't believe I forgot it. Um, but yeah, it's the magic of believing, and it was that whole series that you took me through 
right? And back to your point, because as you taught yourself, right, you then passed it on, and that was all I went through. Okay, so you go through this journey, and you guys, I really want you to go back and, and rewatch that and write down the seven-day speed learning, because yeah. that's really important, yeah. right? seven-day speed reading learning program by Evelyn Woods, because Evelyn Woods. Here, here's the thing. Why, like, it's like all my clients, we have a book club at a month, you know, in, right. in our mastermind group, and for like everybody's like what's the next book and i was like have you read this book yet and if you haven't then you're not going on to the next book because you really don't know how to read because everybody's complaining like i can't finish a book i don't remember what i read and right. i got to keep going back and stuff like that so you got to train yourself how to read the correct way so good catch that guys definitely pick that up and so shetty you're you you're going through this you go through this huge personal development stage how does that unfold because you, you you weren't how long were you with mike for I was with Mike for about four years. Oh, wow. Four years. Oh, wow. Okay. And at the same time, you were selling real estate yourself? Nope. So in 2004, I stopped selling real estate and uh, not stopped selling. I stopped working at Mike. I resigned from the Mike Fair organization and I went into real estate. And when I went back into real estate, this time I was a single father. So watch this. Here comes the next sacrifice. I got to make this happen. I just walked away from a huge income, not only a huge income, I was like literally given a six-figure raise to not leave, oh, wow. which I took because I called up my dad and I said, Dad, I just got a six-figure raise. What do I do? He goes, you stay. You take it. <laughs> you know, so I stayed. But here's what happened when I stayed. I... For approximately three weeks, I couldn't live with myself hmm. because I was like, you've been bought. Wow. You've been bought. Not only that, I said to myself, they see something in you that you're not seeing in yourself. Hmm. That's why you just took the path of least resistance. So it ate me up alive. So I waited for the perfect day and I left and sacrifice number two came. And I was like, Jamal, you got to go back to Michigan. <laughs> I was a single father at that time. Send it back to Michigan because I was like, 30 days make or break. 30 days make or break. Like I kept on saying to myself, 30 days, you got to do whatever it takes. Oh, so first day on the phones, 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. And I still got that book where I kept on writing. I take my first listing today. I take my first listing today. I take my first listing today. I got on the phones and I hammered, you know, I don't even remember how many calls I made that day. But the result of that day is a listing that I took the next evening at 8.32 p.m. So Let's in the first go. 24 hours, took the listing, did very good, very fast, put together probably about $100,000 worth of commissions in my first 30 days. Jamal, you're coming back. And then Ferry number two takes notice, Tom Ferry. Let's Started go. seeing the signs popping up. And uh, that's where I went and uh, coached for Tom, agents from all over the country. Uh, created a lot of products underneath that umbrella way back then. We created an expired edge program. We created a sales mastery program. I created those programs and I created a marketing solution program. Had the most in-demand one-on-one coaching schedule with over 140 one-on-one coaching clients at any given That's time. Good. And got to the point where I trained a lot of coaches underneath that umbrella at that time. And uh, that is so cool. A couple years later, I was like, it's your show. Time to do this on your own. That is such a good journey. Yeah. That is so cool. I'm just curious to know. So, so Shadi, you you go into Mike Ferry world. You're talking about some elite salespeople. You you crush them all. Yeah. Right. Come top salesperson. Right. You go to you go become an agent. Crush it on your own. You go to Tom. You do the same thing. But you're talking about somebody that came from Lebanon. Yeah. You're talking about somebody that was driving the the the, the ice, cream, the ice truck. cream truck. Yeah. You're talking about somebody that had all these limiting beliefs and I mean if anything you shouldn't be where you're at the odds are against you. Exactly. How? How how, how did you mentally manage to get over those limiting beliefs? How did you take those limiting beliefs, overcome them and get to where you're at? Because I believe there are so many people watching this that are stuck there. They didn't have that bad, that bad background like you. And matter of fact, they actually have a very good background, Exactly. but yet there's these limiting beliefs and they can't choose to move forward. They let them keep them exactly where they are. Two things, environment and mentors, mm. environment and mentors, I got around the I got around the right people. I got around the people that say that, that are saying yes, you can. Uh, yes, there's a challenge, and you're either gonna go through the challenge or you're not gonna go through the challenge. But we're here to help you go through the challenge. And yes, you can. So the so people good. that you speak to, 
the people that you communicate with the most, okay, the environment you put yourself into dictates how you feel. And how you feel dictates the action or inaction that you're going to take, and that is always going to produce a result. Number two is mentors. I, you know, there's been times in my life I couldn't afford a mentor. But guess what? There's a library. You know, what yeah. is a mentor? A mentor could be nothing more than a book. It could be an audio program. It could be a podcast. Mm. We all have access to that or a YouTube channel, etc. So who do you want to learn from and what do you want to learn? And are you willing to put in the time to learn it? So, so good. environment and mentors have been the key, the key ingredients. So you would suggest change the environment, find a mentor. Absolutely. Change the environment, find a mentor. Yep. So good. I don't know if you guys know this. Shetty was my first mentor. I had to find a way to come up with $1,000 every single month to pay you. Yep. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, I remember that. I'm actually yeah. like, like yeah. I got like these little chills as I yeah. remember it because yeah. I remember struggling to figure out how the fuck I'm going to come up with $1,000. Exactly. Like, I literally remember being like, hey, mom, um, I just hired this coach for $1,000. I may need it. She's like, no, I don't got it. She <laughs> don't ask yeah. me. I don't know how you're going to yeah. figure it out. And, I, I, and this is why it's so important, guys. Uh, I believe you even helped me the first two or three months till I closed my first first check. I'm sure, I'm sure we to, worked out something to, to, yeah. to pay you back. But this is so important because, you know, Shaddy, Shaddy took a leap of faith in coaching me, but I had to take a leap in my, in, in myself and say, I'm willing to pay for this. Right. I'm willing to surrender and go, you know what? I don't know what I don't know and pay for this. You guys, I think I had maybe closed four transactions, three transactions when I hired you. Right. But I knew one thing. Shaddy told me this when I was, when I was 20 years old, when I was, remember when you walked into the office, I was 20 years old. And I remember Shaddy telling me, you got to get a mentor. You got to get a mentor. And I see Shaddy, right. We're about, and he's a little bit taller than me, right. And you're a little bit taller than me but he's got this swag i don't have that swag all the time you got this swag and he had this bright lean on right yeah. he had this bright and i love watches he had this bright lean on and i'm like all right hire a mentor i'm hiring him yeah. right i want that right there <laughs> whatever he's got going on i want that and then how you how you were able to speak and how and we'll talk about nlp get that i don't know if you guys know this but shetty is a probably one of the best NLP coaches in the world when it comes to NLP, right? Especially for sales trainers. And so he helped me understand this NLP thing. And I got to see how he changed his whole life by hiring the right mentors for being in the right environment. So everything Shaddy is talking about, guys, I went through it. Like I literally walked right through it. And it's it's crazy because every now and then you meet that one person that walks up and says, I will bet that you will be a millionaire. Yep. And I was process, I remember, I remember we were role playing. You had walked in in the morning Morning. We were all role playing. I had volunteered to role play out loud. You had heard it. You walked up, and that was that one defining moment in my life where I knew I could do something big. And every now and then, we just need that one person to just yep. say, "I believe in you." Yep. Right. And some of you may be that one person. I want you to think about somebody who you believe in, who is trying. All you got to do is just go tell them. Yep. Because you could have easily walked out of the office and never told me. Absolutely. Right. But Absolutely. the fact that you told me changed everything. Yeah. Right. And and yeah. and, and there's just so much to that because uh, I don't think I ever thanked you enough because I don't think you realize this, but you connected me with Thatch. With you connected me with Thatch. You also connected me with Sturdivant. Yep. Thatch was the one who got me into into real estate investing. Sturdivant was the one who got me here. Yep. So long story short, if it wasn't for me hiring Shaddy, I wouldn't be sitting in Orange County. I wouldn't have the dream of when I was 16. That would have never came true had that not. Am I making sense here? Holy shit. My mind just went yeah. like. Pfft. Yeah. Sorry. So that was you, a selfish you, moment. You saying that verifies exactly what I said earlier. Because what you just said is that you changed the environment and you got the mentors. That's exactly what it is because, you know, when I, when, when I was like, okay, you were like, I want to move to Orange County. I still remember. I still remember exactly where I was sitting when we were having that conversation. My gosh, I got a very good memory. Good vitamins. All right. I'll keep <laughs> taking those. All right. So I was like, all right, you want to go to Orange County. I want you to go and meet with Kevin. Yes. And from Kevin came Thatch. Yes. And from Thatch came everything. You're only a few people away from everything that you want. And the thing is, you got to get around those people. So good. If you're looking to grow your real estate business and diversify how you get real estate deals, rather that be from traditional listings to wholesales to flipping, you guys, I want to encourage you to join the Hybrid Investor. It's a mastermind where I coach people just like you on how to take their business to the next level. 
All you have to do is go to thehybridinvestor.net and sign up. You guys, I am teaching inside of this course how to multiply the amount of deals that you're doing, how to maximize the level of profit that you get per deal, how to change up your marketing channels, change up your marketing sources, but most importantly, create a diversified real estate business where you can survive and thrive in any market change. All you got to do is go to the hybrid investor dot net sign up your first call is a one hour session with me from there we dive deep into your business and figure out exactly what you need to do to take your business to the next level you guys if you can bet on yourself and if you were a stock make the investment put the money on yourself i guarantee you not just success in your personal life but in your business go to hybridinvestor.net thank you brother yeah Thank you. The show's not over, by the way. I just thank yeah. you, Chatty. Yeah. Yeah. That was so cool. Love you, brother. I love you, man. Beyond belief. I can't. Yeah. I was telling my, my wife, though, you know, she's coming here to do this today, and she's like, oh, that's a, that's a special one. And I go, yeah. well, yeah, I mean, look at where we're at. It's all yeah. because, you know, it all, it just all connected, right? Yep. It's all, it's all connected. So, all right, let's go back. So you're with Tom, you crush it, and then you go, all right, I'm going to go do this on my own. Yep. Right? Walk us through that. Again, those doubtful feelings revisit you. Can you? Can you? Can you? And I was like, I got to make one phone call. And I called up this one specific person, and I was like, this is what I want to do. And I am afraid to walk away and do this thing. And he's like, every time I called you and I told you I wanted to do something and I'm afraid to do it, what did you tell me? I was like, do it. And he's like, take your own advice. <laughs> and I just did it. And then the rest is history. Again, what does that take us back to? Who are we communicating with? And what are we communicating about? Are the people that we are engaging with, are they plusing us, multiplying us, or dividing us? Mm. Say that again. Are they plusing us? Are they plusing you? Are they multiplying you or are they dividing you, minusing you, subtracting you? That's good. Yep. That's so that's good. the game that we play now. Vibe check everyone, man. Vibe check everyone. Like if, if, if there's something that makes me not feel good, yeah, I will take responsibility first and I'll see if it's me. And if it's not me and it's you, then it is my personal responsibility to limit my interaction with you. So good. We are responsible for everything, so Adrian. So good. And there's too many of us that, that just that, that don't understand that. Nope. Right. I don't understand that. So then you go on, you then do your own thing. And what does that look like? So you start coaching agents, right? You have. I NL fell in love with coaching. I want to go back. I fell in love with coaching more than real estate, more than anything else, because I want to go back to your point of like, hey, Shaddy came up to me and said, I believe in you. I believe you're the next millionaire. I never had that. Hmm. I never had that. I always wanted someone to praise me. I always wanted someone to see something good in me. And I craved that. And then once I got it, I promised myself that anytime I see something in somebody, I'm going to look for the beauty in them and I'm going to let them see that beauty in themselves because so. they need it like I needed it and I never got it. So that's why I fell in love with coaching and I do whatever it takes for every single one of my clients for them to transform their life and their business. I love that. That was so good. That was so good right there. How? Okay, so you you coach real estate agents yeah. and you also th do this coaching called NLP, which yep. is neuro-linguistic programming. For those people that don't know what NLP is, what is NLP? NLP stands for neuro-linguistic programming. Neuro as in your brain, linguistic as in the words that you choose to use, and programming as in creating a result. So in essence, we teach you what to say to trigger a thought or belief or an emotion in somebody to do exactly what you want them to do. And here's the best part. Have them think that it was their idea to begin with. So good. Now, I want to I want to pause real fast because NLP could be used in a very negative way. And we've seen it used in a very negative way, right? Yep. So what is what is your, I don't want to say opinion, but what do you say when someone says NLP is bad and it's used to manipulate? It's like a love-hate relationship with NLP. And it's funny that I've never really spoken about this publicly. Yeah. You know, my wife knows because we've had this conversation about a year ago. And I said, I think I want to pull my NLP training off the market. Mm. 
And the reason being is because, as you know, I've trained a lot of people who have become very powerful people in using these strategies to profit. So I wanted this program to be about people, not profit. Mm. And I felt like I don't want to teach this to the wrong people. And how do you like identify who's the right person and who's the wrong person when you're selling this online? Right. So we kind of pulled it off and we just brought it back right now. But it's all about intention. For sure. You know, I could give you a steak knife. That steak knife can be used to carve a nice, expensive, beautiful, delicious steak. Or it can be used to harm another individual. Right. So everything is intention. So we do our best to, you know, teach these strategies to the right people that are going to use it for good. That's good. So are there people using it for, for harm? Absolutely. Not us. Yeah. And uh, I remember you, this is something you told me really on, right? So you can use it for harm, you use it for the good. I'm here to teach you to use it for the good. So if yeah. you're using it for the harm, I don't want you in the course. Yeah. Right. And, and it helped me. It helped my sales skills dramatically. And I know a lot of people that have been in your course that have all taken it that have tr completely transformed yeah. their sales skills. So they may hear, you know, okay, I'm, I'm connecting what you just said, but what is it really? Like, give us the elementary terms. Okay, so <clears throat> I'm going to break it down in a couple of different ways. So when it comes down to, let's say, the real estate game, let's say the real estate investing game, let's say the real estate wholesaling game, let's say the sales industry, let's say your relationships, let's say anything and everything. What is the one thing that we do all day more than anything else? Talk. Talk. When we are speaking, what are we using? Our brain. Some your brain. Us. Some of us. Okay, you're using your brain, and your brain tells you which words to use. Right. Well, here's the thing. Most brains are almost non-functional because they're programmed by social media and society and, and all that crazy stuff. So true. So a lot of people, like they say, I want to learn how to do a system. I want to learn how to do lead generation. I want to learn how to get a better mindset, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I was like... You need to learn how to use your words in the most effective way to create a bigger result in way less time. I got a question for you. Love that. You being in the presence of a very powerful person causes you to become powerful, does it not? Yes, it does. It doesn't, but I got you to say it does. <laughs> That's what NLP is. You being in the presence of a powerful person gives you the opportunity to become powerful, yet we know that almost everyone's been around a powerful person, yet they are still weak. It's like, how do you use your words in a way? Again, intention is everything. How do you use your words in a way to get people to side with you and agree with you. But before you even learn that, what you got to do is you got to learn the art and science of how do I get you to feel good in my presence? Because if you don't feel good in my presence, and I ask you a question, you may give me an answer, but it's not the right, accurate answer because there's not that trust relationship, etc. Hmm. So one of the things that we teach our clients how to do is go through a very deep qualifying process. Like in the real estate industry, you know, all the gurus will tell you, hey, you need to qualify for what do they want? What do they need? What problems do they want to solve? Timing, ability, and authority. And most people learn these things, and most people in the real estate industry only close four or five deals a year. Why our clients are thriving is because in NLP, we take it a step further and we say, I want to qualify you for how you think. Mm. Because if I know how you think, then I could impact your thinking. We say you need to learn to qualify for how they make decisions. Because if I don't know how you make decisions, then I can't control the outcome of the decision that I want you to, to, to make. I say we got to qualify for how does he even process information? Because I know a lot of real estate agents can relate to this. You've mastered the scripts, the listing presentation. You got the brochure. You go and you say all the things verbatim and you make a lot of sense. And at the end of the meeting, you don't get the listing. You'd be like, I did everything else supposed to do. What the heck happened? What happened is you gave the right information in the wrong way because the person in front of you processes the information completely different. Yep. So people before profits. Yes. I want to get into your world before I speak about my world. Because at the end of the day, 
your world is more important than my world. And if I make you feel that important, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Look, human psychology, what are we craving for? Why do people post on Instagram and Facebook and everyone else? Because they want the like. They want the attention. They want the validation. They want a specific emotion. If I give you that emotion, what are you going to do? You're going to bend over backwards to be in my presence as often as you possibly can. Yep. And that's what NLP is. Let's go. What's that power? <laughs> I, I I say that because I haven't had anybody explain it in in those terms, yeah. right? And you guys, it's very it's very simple. A lot of you don't know what to say, nor do you know how to say it. Yep. And a lot of you were like me, where you don't have any communication background, yep. right? If anything, you use a lot of slang. You're right from high school or you're from a job that, you know, you didn't, you didn't learn any how to verbally communicate. And when I personally went through this, this is what changed the game for me because I now had people go, you, how, how long have you been in the business? Yeah. Yeah. Like they look at me and they're like, how long? Like, I remember my appointment when I used NLP the first yeah. time when I got the listing, they're like. I'll never forget this. The husband stand up, claps his hands, and says, this is the guy we need. This guy knows what he's doing. I've never sold a multi-unit in my life. I had no idea what I was doing. But because I was able to connect, like you're saying, because I was able to verbally connect with them much different than everybody else was, I was the guy who knew what I was doing, even though I had no idea what I was doing. Yep. And I got the listing. Yep. That's how it works. Let me tell you a little quick story. Okay. Two things. I haven't prospected in a very long time, okay? And it's like I'm coaching all these agents on how to prospect effectively, okay? Because they're doing the work. They're just not getting the results fast enough. And I was like, okay. And then one of my clients, like, literally challenged me. And she's like, why don't you get on the phones and do it? Why don't you get on the phones and do it? <laughs> I was like, all right. And then she pulled up her Red X. We're on Zoom. <laughs> I've never used Red X before. I'm like, what is this That's thing? And funny. I'm like, like, no, no, no dialer. I'll hand dial. And I just like literally being put right there on the spot in 58 minutes. I made 11 contacts and I set three listing appointments with for sale by owners. We got that captured <laughs> on video. It's on the YouTube channel. And that was all NLP. And I'm like, I'm trying to get you to set up three appointments a week. And I did it in an hour. In an hour. That's what NLP does. That's the shortcut from where you're at to where you want to get to. Now, there was an, another part of that uh, story. And I forgot what it is. See, it happens. It's all good. Yeah. It's, that's Wait, hold on. So you you go in. You're on the call. You said three listing. I actually think I, re- I remember seeing this video. You set three listing appointments, right? In Texas. In a completely right. different state. Exactly. Right. You don't even know the area. No. But you know how to communicate. Exactly. And I believe that that is the secret to, to getting to where you want to go. Absolutely. Right? That is the secret to getting what you want. Anything yeah. that you want yeah. is being able to communicate that in a way. Yep. And let's be honest, most of us, our communication pattern are not getting to where we want to go or else we would be there. Exactly. And as you, and I, I love how you started this. She goes, what, are the, what, are, what do we do all day? We talk. Yeah. So why don't you get very freaking good at talking? Exactly. That's exactly. so good. That is so good because exactly. now I can talk about anything. Exactly. But I'm going to lead to a better result. Exactly. Right. And I want to say more about that. Please. Okay. So when it came down to these conversations, I remember calling one of the gentlemen and gentleman's like, I'm at work. I'm busy right now. How often do we hear that when we call All somebody? And what do most people do? Hang up. Okay. They either, you either get hung up on. Right. And if you don't get hung up on, what do you do? You get off the phone. Right. Okay. Oh, okay. Call you another time. So I was like, oh, okay. I'm sorry to bother you at work, et cetera. I said what I needed to say. And then he's like, I'm at work. And guess what? Two minutes later, I got the appointment. <laughs> now watch this. I called this other lady and she's like, we already got an offer. I congratulate her on getting her offer. Okay. Which hasn't been accepted yet. And then two minutes later, I got an appointment with her. Let's go. That's the power of NLP. But the second part of the story is a few years ago, uh, there is a specific somebody that wanted to watch me prospect live. And I went into that person's office and I was really trying to help that person out. You know, they needed that, you know, one-on-one help, et cetera, because they didn't believe in themselves and they didn't know what, what to do. And, you know, I'm, I'm a giver, you right. know, I don't say ask and you shall receive. I say give and you will receive. So just wanted to give that person that gift. 
So I made five contacts, set an appointment in Eastville. I've never been to Eastville. I didn't even know where Eastville was at. They're like somewhere like by Corona. And I was like, okay. So, (laughs) and then that person's like, well, I can't do the listing appointment. I was like, okay, that's fine. We'll go, we'll go on that listing appointment. So I went on that listing appointment and on the drive over there, they gave us a call and, and in that call, it was like, uh, we need to push our appointment 30 minutes later. So, you know, you start thinking like, you know, they're, you know, flaking out, et cetera. Then I get there and there is a Mercedes in the driveway with a coat hanger. So I know there's a real estate agent in there, et cetera. So, you know, the mind starts playing tricks on you that you're not going to get this, et cetera. And I'm like, no, I got this. I go in there. Okay. They're priced at 808. Okay. They're asking $808,000. They've sold a home before on their own back in 2006, which anything, you know, whatever. And they had that strong belief that they can do it on their own. Within 45 minutes, within 45 minutes, the gentleman sits down like this, closes his eyes, takes a deep breath, opens up his eyes, and goes like this. And he says, I got a good feeling about this let's do this they listed at 699 from 808 a six percent commission and i want to harp on this a little bit more i want to harp this on a little bit more because the biggest thing i want people to focus on is how you are making people feel good in their presence my wife has a cousin that lives here in orange county he's got a home that he's gonna you know wanted to put on the market so he interviewed a specific individual. And when I found out, I was like, why doesn't he interview this other individual that's on television and or this other person that's also on television, which can give this property massive exposure? And we're talking about a $54 million listing. Oh, wow. Okay. And then when I asked him, he came over for a barbecue and I said, why did you go with this person and you declined to meet with these two other people? And he basically said... He made me feel good. He made me feel good, which proves the point that I don't care how good you are, how good your numbers are. If they don't feel good in your presence, the person that makes them feel good is the one that's going to get the business. So that's NLP. So good. Same thing with relationships. Absolutely. Same thing with just about everything, yep. right? As you're, as you're talking, I'm, I, I'm just putting this in, in, in all areas. And I don't know if you guys know this or not, but they do it to you on television. Yep. All the commercials are set up to, do you want to feel good? Yep. Do you want to relieve your pain? Yep. Right? Yep. It's all adverb presuppositions, yep. adverb pronouns, yep. right? It's the whole series. Yep. Right. And and you guys may you may hear, you know, what's an adverb presupposition, right? You know what's cool? Remember in school where you learn nouns and pronouns and verbs? Well, you go through it all over again when you yeah. join NLP with Shaddy. But it's a whole new set of communication. Yep. It's the communication that gets you paid. Yep. Right? It's the communication that gets you paid. Yep. But there's so much negative condensation, or I don't if that's the right word. There's so much negative news around it. There's so much negative uh, aura around it that that's what I don't understand, right? And why do you think that is? I think it's because it's, it's being driven by, you know, people who are using on you that which they are telling you to stay away from. Listen to that. Yeah, say that again. Okay. It's being, it's being used. These strategies are being used on you by the people that are telling you to stay away from it. <laughs> I think anything and everything is driven by profit. So somebody else figured out a way to use these strategies at a whole new level. Again, stick knife, you can use it for good or you can use it for harm. It's all intention. It is not the strongest of the species that survives, nor the most intelligent, but those that are most adaptive to change. Yep. And all we're doing is changing our vocabulary, the way we speak, to get a better end result. Yep. That is so good. Yep. Uh, Timmy, profound. So good. All right, Chatty. So you start bringing on all these agents. You start helping all these agents. Sales explode. They... So walk us through that. Like, obviously, you've had some really great agents, right? What have been some challenging times that you've seen agents go through? What have, let's just talk to agents for a quick second. I think that, you know, people come to me for one thing and I give them something completely different. Hmm. Listen to that. People come to you for one thing. And what I do is I give them something completely different. They come to you for the NLP. 
They come to you for the skills. They come to you for the systems. They come to you for, you know, how do I operate my business? But what I give them is a better version of themselves. Because at the end of the day, a business is driven by a business owner. And if the business owner is broken, he's going to break the business. So when they come to me and say, I have a business problem, how do we fix it? Fix you. Fix you. It's good. And we start, and you start how? I start by injecting them with as much belief and confidence as I possibly can as far as, as fast as it possibly can. So what we did is we put together a process that in the first seven days, our foundational process is for you to, you know, not only figure things out in your mind, but it's like, how do I connect what's in here with here? See, most people either have it here or they have it here. But when you create that connection between the two, that's when you unleash your inner, more powerful version of yourself. Hmm. And, and how, how does one do that? Well, one of the processes that we take people through is creating a vision. Okay. Most people don't have a vision. Okay, most people don't know how to create a vision and or they have a vision statement, which usually is like one paragraph. It's not detailed enough. And I think we kind of did that together. We did. Okay, so one of the things that I said to you is this. And you need to answer this question. So every single person, here's what I want you to do. I want you to write down this question. And the question is, if life was good as it could possibly be, if life was as good as it could possibly be, what would it look like? What would it look like? Okay. And then take it very, very, very deep. What would it look like in the area of my mentality? What would it look like in the area of my physicality? What would it look like in the area of my spirituality? What would it look like in the area of my, you know, business what would it look like in the area of my relationships, my finances, my family, you know, my the experiences, the contributions that I would be making, et cetera, and go as deep as you possibly can. So that's like step number one. Step number two is to go back through that list and, and, and look at everything you wrote down and answer the question, do I absolutely want this? Because a lot of times you really don't want what you think you want. For some of you guys, you've had a picture of a Ferrari on your laptop for the last 25 years. Where is the Ferrari? <laughs> it's not here yet. It ain't moving you. And it's okay to just scratch off that which might not be important to you. Okay? And once you do that, what I want you to do is I want you to take yourself into the future. Let's say one year, two years, three years into the future and write yourself a letter. The letter should include anything and everything that, that you, the, the answer to that question in perfect detail. And it should sound something like this. Dear Shaddy, it's December 31st, 2024. And I just wanted to write you a quick letter and tell you about all the amazing things that have taken place in my life over the course of the last 20, uh, 24 months or 12 months or whatever. And the bigger reason why I wanted to write you this letter is because you are someone that's always believed in me. And I wanted you to be the first to know that I've arrived at this destination that I've been longing for for a very long time. And I'll begin by saying, you know how I've always wanted to make a million dollars in one year. This is the year where I was victorious enough to not only make that million dollars, but I've actually exceeded that million dollars by $50,000. Now, here's the crazy part. You know me to be a very super analytical person, and I made plans for exactly what I wanted to do for, with that million dollars, and I didn't know what to do with that extra $50,000 because it wasn't planned. So I decided to donate $10,000 here, $10,000 here, and $30,000 here. But what became in the process is a feeling I've never felt before. And it wasn't the feeling of accomplishment. It was the feeling of the contribution that I made, et cetera. Like, look, I'm inventing this and yeah, it sounds so yeah, real I'm stuff seeing like it. that. I'm seeing it as you're talking. You know what I mean? So it's like, what if you were that very detailed about what you want your future to look like? Yeah. Then you will begin to attract all of that towards you. But here's the crazy part. You have to remind yourself because social media is going to make you forget. Yep. So you have to read that vision every single day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So good. So yeah, good. Yeah, boy. So good. I'll tell you that. I'm clapping for a couple of reasons. I don't think you realize how that, and I don't know, you, 
whenever you created that, I don't think you realize the last, the ripple effect that that would happen because everybody that I've ever helped, I've made do that. Yep. And I tell them where it came from. Susan, her, I remember when her entire life changed, when she wrote the letter to her son and I, we sat down together. It was on a one-on-one coach call and I go, all right, Shaddy had me do this. This is what you need to do because it changed my life. And then her son read it and was bawling his eyes out as he read it because she literally accomplished 90, 90% of yeah. what was on that letter. Yep. So I don't think you've realized what an impact you've had on that letter. Like, that you is guys, awesome. Go do that. It is, it is a life-changing move for you. Life-changing move. I want to bring something up, Shetty. You are, like, you talk to you, right? You got it going on. You got, you like, verbally, you got it all going on. But you, you, and, and I don't think many people know this. And I know this just because I have a questionnaire. But you're an introvert by nature. I'm a shy introvert. By nature? Yes. You're kidding. No, I'm a shy introvert. Can you guys believe that? Yeah. Okay, so how? How? Because most shy introverts I meet, they're not shy. They don't, they're nowhere near the, yeah, you, the energy and the aura that you put out. So somebody that is an introvert, how did you... I mean, we got, we got to talk about that. Yeah, my, my reasons why became became more important than my comfort zone. Say that again? My reasons why became more important than my comfort your zone. Your reasons why became more important okay. than your comfort zone. And that's zones. why you need to go back to your vision. You need to get clarity on exactly what it is that you are wanting. And if you so want good. it bad enough, then you got to get out of your comfort zone. Because comfort zone, yeah, I want to be alone. I don't want to talk to as many people as you know the world wants me to talk to. And I'm very shy. I don't want to be put in situations I don't want to be in. But you, know, you got to learn when to turn it on and when to turn it off. It's so good. Because so, I know a lot of introverts, and they use it as an excuse. Yeah. Right? And would you say it's just because the dream's not big enough? Absolutely. Bigger dreams, it doesn't matter what you are. Nope. So good. So good. All right, so let's talk to real estate agents about getting their first deal. So you got an agent. They're they're new in the game, right? They want to take listings, yeah. but they don't know how. Yeah. Outside of communication, right? Obviously, that's really important. But what advice would you give an agent to go out there and get their first listing? You know, I've done this I've helped so many people get their first deal and for 90 plus percent of the people their first deal did not come from their database even though that's where a lot of people push you through your database it's like you're brand new in the business and you're calling everybody saying I just got my real estate license a right. lot of people ain't gonna trust you to refer you etc right 90% of the people that have gotten their first deal and I've been on over 35,000 one-on-one coaching calls has come from either expired or for sale by owners. Expired or for sale by owner. Expired or for sale by owner. I love that. So pick up the phone and call them? That's, you know, we just posted a video on, on YouTube about a month ago, and it's like basically how to take a listing every single week. And one of the things that I stress in there is that if you ain't got nothing to do in the beginning and you want that listing and you want it very quickly, there's only two things you should be doing every single day, either talking to people or going on appointments. If yes. you ain't got no appointments, you need to be talking to people. So somebody that's very analytical over uh, out there is probably saying, hey, Shetty, how many people do I need to speak to? As many as it takes. Mm -hmm. As many as it takes. 5, 10, 50, 100, as many as it takes. Now, your follow-up question is going to be like, how many is it going to take? I can't really predict that because I've worked with people that have taken their first listing in the first 24 hours. For some people, it was seven days for, for Edith. For another individual that I'm currently working with right now, it took her three months. But here's the best part. Once she got the first one, she went out and took 22 21 more. So she did 22 for sale by owner listings in nine months. So good. And she's never done a deal before. That's so good. I actually like those stories better than the 24-hour stories. Yeah. Right, because it, it took me a while to get my first yeah. deal. I got another yeah. gentleman. I got another gentleman out of San Diego that I worked with, and this guy was making 45 contacts every single day. He would go live inside our Facebook group and in prospect for so many hours. This, uh, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. MG. I call him MG yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. MG. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, we had to kill the old personality and bring out Great. the better version right. of himself. And for him, it, like, literally took, like, you know, like, I knew I saw something in him and I knew he can break through. Right. Okay. He just didn't see it in himself. Okay. And it took him like literally six months to get that first deal. And once he got that first deal, we changed his name to um, MG. 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 Yes. And, and he just became a completely different person. Uh, so you need to stick it out. I don't know how long it's going to take, but if you stick it out, you will get there. And once you get that first one, the second one is way much easier. It's game over. Yeah. Yeah.
And as uh, more people move towards, you know, wholesaling and flipping, I believe that that expired and for sale by owner gap. You know, I used to tell people, be careful, don't prospect expired and for sale by owner because there were so many people doing it. But now you have so many people not doing it that if I was getting back into the game, I would be calling expired and for sale yep. by owners. And I'd be hitting them in a big way because everybody is going away from that, right? Um, it's interesting. Have you ever... Have you ever noticed that uh, there are certain individuals that don't share everything they know for this one particular reason? For like, I'll give you an example, like Vulcan 7, when I first found about Vulcan 7, right? Taking expires. By the way, guys, I built a whole business when I first started calling, when I first started selling real estate on expired. So everything Shaddy's talking about is like what I did, right? Especially with expired. But like I didn't, I, no one was using Vulcan. Nobody even knew what Vulcan was. And I was the only one using Vulcan. And then I started telling people about Vulcan. Other people started telling people about Vulcan. And I was taking four listings a month on Vulcan. Mm -hmm. And that went down to one listing a month on Vulcan because it got really saturated, right, from what I've noticed. You ever see people holding back or, like, I, I was talking to a coach and he's like, dude, I'm not going to be a coach anymore. He's like, I'm done. He's like, I just went and created a 1,500 competitors for myself. I'm not doing this anymore, right? You ever know, have you seen that? You All the time. All the time. By the way, whenever I meet an individual that's like that, I immediately put an X on that person because, you know, like I said earlier, give to receive. Mm. Okay. Because when you're trying to hold something that can change somebody else's life, then you're more, you have more of the mentality of me against them. Okay. For me, it's me and them. Okay. And then you have, that you're coming from a place of lack. You're coming from a place of scarcity. You're coming from a place of fear. So whenever I meet individuals that just want to keep that one thing for themselves, I try my darnest best to stay away from that person because that's a signal of who they are. So good. I'm so glad you said that. Yeah. I'm so glad because uh, there are a few of you that watch this channel, and I know we've been having that conversation. Uh, don't change who you are. Don't yeah. change who you are. Nope. Right. So good. I'm even telling myself that as I say that. Don't change who you are. That's so good. Don't change who you are. Reveal who you really are. Reveal who you really are. Like, I think everybody's walking around with a mask on, pretending to be somebody else because that's the image that they have that people want to see them a specific way. Right. And then they go home and then they become a completely different way. And I'll give you an example. Okay. And this is true for all of us. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm human as well too. It's not like I've created that perfection. I'm just more aware. So I'm less attuned to it. So think of yourself, not you specifically, but for our audience, how you show up in front of one person. Do you show up that way in front of every person? No. Why? Hmm. Why? Insecurity, hmm. lack of confidence, lack of self-belief. And that is the journey that we all should be on. Who are we? And are we ready to let the world see who we really are for who we really are? So good. It's so good. It's back to what Thatch, you know, preached to us. Yeah, so do I. Love you, Thatch. What he preached to us... The whole be do have journey, yep. right? That's that's really what it is. Yep. It's being. I still got that CD too. The be do have journey. Yeah, yeah. Someone went and I think trademarked that. Yeah, possibly. Bullshit. Yeah, talk yeah. about that off air. Yep. But yeah, I saw that. Anyways, uh, the whole be do have journey, right? It's like let's become the best version of ourselves so we can go do the things that we need to do in the best version of us, so we can have what we want to have in the best version of yep. us. Right. Yep. And as we're talking, I now have seen it as you being the wrong person by having the things that you want. Just you end up, you, you lose it. Lose Not it. only that, let's, yeah. let's 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 talk about this. Damn, I, you know, as you're talking about that, I'm like getting photos in my mind of people that. Holy shit! You know what? It, having having. You know how many people have stuff that they can barely pay for? Yeah, like most well, people well, in Orange County. Well, well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And it's like. <laughs> being is fulfillment. Being oh, so is real, true fulfillment. You know, I was talking to one of my clients last week, and I said, here's where your breakthrough is going to come from. When you take your to-do list, you rip it up, 
and you create a to-be list. Rip the to-do list up and create a to-be list. To-be list. Wow. I guarantee you, you won't want that Rolex. I guarantee you, you won't want that Ferrari. You know, uh, you know, I'm I'm not saying don't get the flash that you want. Get the flash that you want. I know a lot of people that have, you know, all the things that you know we dream of having, and they're the most humble, loving, fulfilled people. You know, like, you know, my my wife's cousins, you know, they have everything that everybody wants and they're the most humble, loving people. And then there's everybody else that is trying to compete with that person to mm -hmm. be at that level, but they're missing the ingredient. And the ingredient is you're robbing yourself of the true joy that lives inside of you. And a lot of people just want that joy of a compliment. Again, everybody's just seeking that compliment and that like. And they're taken away from who they are being from who they need to be, from who they really are, yep. to achieve the like. They're yep. posting the photo who isn't really them yep. in front of the car that they really don't really exactly. like or enjoy, but because it hits a like button and yep. because I feel good that you just did that in the moment, I'm like, oh, wow. Yep. That's so good. That's so good. As you're talking, I'm like thinking about, I did that for the wrong reasons. I did that for the wrong reason. That's really good. I'm going to go home and do like a little self-audit of all that. Yeah. I think we all should, right? Like everybody, go do a self-audit, like straight up. Go do a self-audit of like, look at that bean list and then ask yourself, what I have, was I was I, I doing that for the right bean? I don't mean to interrupt you, but no. I'm going to challenge you right now. On the yeah. air. Can we do that? Please, yeah, let's okay. run it. I want you to go to a brand new piece of paper right now. This is cool. Okay. And I want you to write down a question. Okay. And the question is this, what is my soul asking of me today? What is my soul asking of me today? Now what I want you to do is I want you to close your eyes, keep, your, keep the pen in your hand, take a deep breath, ask yourself the question in your mind, what is my soul asking of me today? And start writing. Start writing. Don't think about what you're writing. Don't look at what you're writing. What is my soul asking of me today? You just went inside. And you just had a conversation with your soul. And I have no idea what your soul said to you. But it gave you something. It's up to you to share or not share. That's good. But we're going on the outside when at the end of the day, we need to go on the inside. Mm. Mm. You already have the answers. I had the answers a long time ago, but I wasn't ready to step into my power. I was looking for the answers from the outside. I was looking for validation from the outside. I was looking for confirmation from the outside. When at the end of the day, all you got to do is take a deep breath, close your eyes, ask yourself a question, and your soul will give you the answer. So good. Coming soon, soulionaire.com. <laughs> you want to be a millionaire? I'm going to turn you into a soulionaire. That is so good. Soulionaire. And then naturally become a millionaire. I love Bingo. that. I love that. No, mine, you know, for those of you that want to know, you got to follow Shaddy to know if you guys want to know. Yeah. All right. What I want to give them a little bit of time, let them go follow you first. Okay. Then I'll tell them. Let's do it. You follow it? Did you do it yet? Yep. All right, cool. I wrote down to give more of what I know to others. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. Are you ready to do that? No. Okay. To be honest with you. Okay. No, I still got some work. Okay. Do. So now, what you do? See that? See, here's what we're doing right now. We're practicing something called on-purpose thinking, because most people are just like doing default thinking. By the way, most people would stop right there just by getting that first response. Okay, so I said, are you ready? He said, no. Okay, next question. How do I become ready? Because you got the answer to your next level. Mm. Is this the answer to the next level or no? Yes. Okay, so when will you be ready? What do I gotta do to get ready? You need to sit down today, part of your self audit. You need to sit down, you need to answer these questions. So good. You guys, as, as, as I selfishly did that, that was really, if you're, if you're listening, I really hope that you're doing that 
doing this with me because that's what this is for. This is really for you, right? I, I want you to take, I'm selfishly learning, by the way, yeah. but I want you to take <laughs> everything that Shadi has given you and go and, and utilize this, right? I know, I know I'm going home and, and I know a lot of you are like, yeah, Adrian, I know I've already been going through this with you. So this is good. Yeah. This is really good. What else? What else? I mean, there's so much. There is. There's so much. So like, what just comes? Know, what comes to your heart? What comes to 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 my heart is you know a couple of words. Uh, I think the two biggest words is personal responsibility. Mm. I think everyone should take responsibility for where they're at and not where they need to be, where they want it to be, and do something about that. And in order for you to do something about that, you got to live by the quote that if it is to be, it is up to me. Ain't nobody coming to save you. No one. Ain't nobody coming to save you. Nope. There's people that care about you. There's people that truly want to help you. Yeah. But ain't nobody going to do it for you. No, sir. So for those people that want to get involved in your course, they want to know, learn about NLP, they want to get connected with you, where do they find you? I think uh, the best place is shaddybazzy.com, Facebook, awesome. Instagram. You know, magicinfluence.com or magic, M-A-J-I-K.com would probably be the best place to go. Love. And then they can follow you on social media, Absolutely. Instagram, Shaddy Bazzi. Yep. Is that the handle? Yep. Shaddy Bazzi. Right on. I love it. And then for those that want to get involved in NLP, because I know that you said you took it off the shelf, but it may be coming back. Is it coming back? It's coming back. We're only doing one NLP training in 2024, and that begins on January 8th. And the best place to get all the information for that would be realestatenlpacademy.com. Go to realestatenlpacademy.com. And you guys, if you're a real estate agent, please do me a favor. Make sure you're, shat you're following Shaddy. Uh, don't, don't just do me the favor. Do yourself the favor, right? I mean, this guy's completely changed my life. And uh, what I want to do is I want to have you back, Shaddy, just to have a conversation and role play NLP and go through some stuff. I mean, obviously, you don't give all the secrets away, right? But something that's going to get people to go, I got to go find out more yeah. about this, right? If, you, if you're okay with that. Absolutely. would love to do that. I love that. Well, Shaddy, this was awesome. This was so so good. I got so many ahas. Um, I mentally took so many notes after this. I'm just going to debrief everything we went through. This was so good. Any, well, actually, I have a big one for you. So you've been, obviously, helping a lot of agents. You've been doing some great things in your life. But what's next for Shaddy? Top secret. Dun, dun, dun. What's next for Shaddy is going to be magic.com, which is M-A-J-I-K.com. This is a, it's a deeper conversation on a soul level that I'm going to be launching with my wife because my wife Let's is go. the magic that brings out the magic and coming soon. I love it. Well, you guys, stay tuned for that. Make sure you're following Shaddy Bazzi. Shaddy, this was an awesome time, brother. Thank you so much for thank being you. here. It's an honor. And I'll continue till the till the day that I can't thank you over and over again thank for you. everything that you've done for me, my life, my family. And uh, you guys, make sure you stay connected with Shaddy. If you haven't done so already, make sure you hit the subscribe button. If there is somebody who does not know about this channel, please do me a favor. Let them know. Family member, friend. And if you haven't done so already, please do me a favor. I only want one favor. Please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. I really appreciate you guys. You guys, we'll see you on the next episode. Later.